Okay, welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. Big, big behemoth episode this week. I'm nervous about recapping it because the anticipation was so high for that episode, and I think it met expectations that now I'm concerned. Are Rim and AB going to do it justice? What do you think, AP? It was huge, Rim. It was epic. Something we're going to be talking about for years on this podcast. We're going to be comparing it to this. This was an ep- this was a transcendent episode. <laughs> okay, you just kept raising the bar with you adjectives. Understand me? You understand me? It was good. It was good. The well, we'll get to it. How about we wait till the end to get to what we're talking about? Stay tuned. In this episode, um, fantasy suites. Okay, did AB I have a question for you before we get to the good, the first one? Yeah. Did you see the news that broke yesterday? Are you talking Peter? Let's not get into any details, but did you see <laughs> did you <laughs> see wrong. a headline? Let's talk about it without talking about it. Did you see a headline? No, I read an article. You read the whole article. Okay, well we'll save that. You talking to about the, E? You talking about Yes, e? yes, yes. We'll we'll say yes, we'll talk about that. it at the end. We're gonna talk about his fantasy suite date without that context. Yeah, here's the thing. I read it after I watched the episode. Ooh, so very all my interesting. Notes, okay. All my notes are going to be uh, without that context. That's good because so. I read the article as his date was beginning. Oh. So it's bad timing. <laughs> okay. That's bad timing. bad timing. Anyway, we're in Greece, AP. It's overnight dates week. Not fantasy suites, you know me. A man, I'm a man of class, and I prefer my terms to have a little class to them on this show. A refined language man, some say. Overnight <laughs> Not dates. Me. Fantasy Overnight. sex suites. <laughs> <laughs> okay. After hometowns last week, grow up, baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. After hometowns last week, Hannah can see herself engaged to any of the four remaining men. Which, on the one hand, of course, you better be have that mindset if you're having abc foot the bill for a 33 percent more expensive greece trip because <laughs> they gotta pay for one extra every true good point but also narrow it the frick down hannah i mean come on there's you got yeah. two weeks here and you got four dudes or throw two a dart are, or something two of them are scumbags i don't even see at this point i'm not even sure which two you're talking which, about yeah yeah that's the thing all right peter daytime a little game of thrones vibe sailing around the Iron Islands, maybe a little Bravo, say B. Uh, <laughs> Peter is looking forward to, quote, the most fun life ever with Hannah. It sounds like a fun life, Rim. He implied that this date in Greece will be like a normal weekend getaway. It's the norm. <laughs> for yeah. the Rolex wearing, diamond <laughs> ring wearing. This goes back to last week, Rim. Gun. If you're going to, if you pick me. This is just, we'll hop on the jet and we'll fly here any given time. Uh, we, we make it seem like Pete owns the jets that he flies. He's just the pilot. No, He's no, not no, the- no, no, no. <laughs> we don't make him seem that way. He makes it seem like he owns jets. It's not, I'm not, I'm not the one doing this. <laughs> He's doing it for himself. What do you got on their conversation on the boat? After a little makeout, they have some pillow talk. And the little Titanic situation rim. Oh, on the front? Now, is that the yeah. bow? Tell me about boats, AB. I'm sure you're I an don't, expert. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I, I know less about boats than I do about planes, and I don't know a thing about planes. Okay, so go ahead and speak on it. Is captain, so in I your opinion, speak. is captaining a boat difficult? Yes or no? Could you just captain a boat? Easy. 
I think captain a boat is harder than a plane, truthfully. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on there. More manual labor, it seems like. There's a lot of in cranking the, going on. I don't know if you caught it in the middle of the date. They're like kind of making out. And there's like one of the workers like, okay, you guys got to move a side bit. I got a bunch of shit I got to <laughs> yes. do. I got to move this thing. I got to pull this. A life or death situation. Hey, pull the sail up. All right. So what do you got on their conversation, though, I'd be? He says, Peter's dropping the L word. And that L word is like. Well, he's tiptoeing around the love. He really is. Uh, he's he's doing everything but saying it. Saying stuff like she has his heart. He says things like he feels so good because of hometowns. They talk about hometowns. And his family is invested, which I found interesting. He said, not only am I invested, but my family's invested. He says a lot of things that makes it seem like I'm going to say the L word tonight. Just want to prep you. Yeah. Just kind of get you ready <laughs> just, to hear it. Just a heads up. He also mentioned he had to slip the, the plane in there. He said flying with her is a brand new experience. Can you explain that? Oh, do you, are you talking about to the camera? Yeah. When he was like, man, I'm a big, you know, I fly around. I love flying. But flying with Hannah, well, it's probably the, it might be the first time he's taken his hands off the wheel and made out with another person in the cockpit. <laughs> that might be a first for him. So maybe that's what he means. Hannah's, what did you make of Hannah's response to him saying, I, I like you? Or do you, he, the phrase was, do you know how much I like you? You have no idea, was his response. And she Hannah was all over him. him. But no, what, no, when he said to the camera, Hannah was like, I, I, I'm not sure. You know, I gotta, I wanna make sure people love me. I wanna make sure the guy I marry loves me. That's fair, but she knew what was. You didn't pick here. up on this, AB? No, I didn't pick up on any of this. Oh, okay. Well, she was, I'd say she was taken aback. Okay. Were you just too busy writing down adjectives to describe the rest of the episode? <laughs> I thought, Peter, A.B., I thought enough of this, and it's rare that someone misses something that the other person here notes big time. I thought Peter was tumbling into the friend zone here. Really? Yeah. He said it, it see, was- I'm, you didn't I see, I mistook this Did you watch the episode? Situ- when they were laying on the boat, we're talking about when they're laying on the boat, right? Yeah, they're laying was, down on the boat. He was Mi- going like boop on her nose, like a friend would do, like boop, hey, hanging up there, like a couple of pals. <laughs> See, I didn't catch the whole like thing. I thought he was saying "I love you," but saying it in a different way. I think he's. I thought no. he was saying something different. I missed the whole conversation oh, here. Off Rim. to a rough start on an episode with big Bad expectations. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> to be fair, me apologist. Are you going to use your kids as an excuse for this? No, DirecTV still didn't have their shit in order, oh. so I had to watch it on my phone and on my computer. It wasn't watch ideal. It, on your phone. it wasn't ideal. Wow, AB. Okay. <laughs> on behalf of Rosecast Nation, just thank you for your service, AB. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Secure your breakout here. Peter Knight. You can't miss segments, AB. That's something you I can't miss do. It. I didn't miss it. I just misunderstood what was going on okay. there. Okay. He hasn't reached the ultimate phase, the ultimate level, the final boss of the of love, AB. Nighttime. He is terrified. I would describe him as utterly <laughs> terrified of expressing his love for Hannah. Says he's never met someone anywhere close to the type of person Hannah is. A little uh, rim rant repackaged for the new episode. Done this before. Said it before. Say it again. I get why every cast member says stuff like this on the show. I get it, okay? Mm-hmm. All of them have to, you know, bl- bl- blurt out ridiculous high praise. 
Yeah, but big proclamations. I, big, just make like, them. oh, never met anybody like this Absolutely. in my life. I mean, w- one reason we like Hannah is she seems like a real life person. Yeah. She seems like she could exist in real life. So to say I've just never, Hannah is incomprehensibly amazing at everything <laughs> is a little much. I just, I would prefer if they could be a little more specific. You know what I mean? Give me more than just cliches. It's just a lot of cliches. And when you come with something that I feel is empty, you you get knocked down a notch in my power ranking. Stay tuned. Keep in mind, Rim found out the Peter news while he's watching this. I'll just say that. That's exactly I will point true. That, out. <laughs> that is exactly true. But I did say this about Tyler early on, and Tyler is now the only person I want to win. So, heart eyes. Yeah, heart emoji eyes. Heart eyes. <laughs> That's how I feel about Tyler. Okay, what do you got on their conversation, AB? He says he loves the way she is and all her flaws. That's a line. Okay. The way she makes him feel so comfortable to be his true self. He's never felt that before, Rim. Said he was too concerned with being perfect in his past, past relationships. relationships. Yeah. Now, okay. okay. Stop it. All right. Past relationships. Just on the screen. My just ears are perking up. on the screen. <laughs> just on the screen. Okay. I thought this was brutal, AB. I mean, everybody. Listen, you're- <laughs> I know. This, Listen, no, this, I- go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to take my second shirt off. As a person who did not have the Peter news, thought this whole conversation went fine. No, I thought it was brutal. And you know, here's why. (laughs) (laughs) And here's why. It seemed like everybody in the room, Peter, Hannah, producers, everybody in this town in Greece knew that Peter had to do say something. And it was, I love you. He had to. Everyone knew this. All of America knew it. And we were just you know, tear holes into the armrests of our chairs because it's like, Peter just freaking come out and say, and he just couldn't say he was looking around like, God, is that good enough? Like, what guys, it was just excruciating to wait and watch him bumble through this and try to get to the, I love you. But maybe he was actually nervous. That could be because he was just like genuinely scared to say it. He even said he was really nervous today. I think it was just the nerves getting the best of old Pete. Question for you. Mm -hmm. Is it good or bad that he is the last person to say, to express his love for Hannah. You think she could have a little recency bias when it comes to the rose ceremony? It's like, oh, I'm feeling the hots for Pete right now because we're just just now getting into this. I think it's I th- I think the longer you wait to say I love you, the better on this show. Interesting. If if you holding off on it doesn't get you sent home, of course. You're walking a tightrope. Is what you're saying. Exactly. You got you got to be real. Ca- Listen, we try. It, it's about love, but it's also a game, and everyone knows it. Okay. Well, and you know Pete. this. This season seems more and more like a game. The longer it goes on, that's <laughs> just true. It's, I'll leave it at that. Um, what'd you make of the fantasy suite? The, this was the famous windmill from the promos. I was amped up when I saw that windmill. When the windmill popped up, you were like, yep. "Hell yeah, okay." Mystery what did you solved. M- okay, but what did you make of the actual fantasy suite compared to maybe other fantasy suites that are generally pretty tacky? I thought this was pretty cool. I thought this was a once really? in a lifetime situation. Okay, I can tell by your face you aren't <laughs> you don't like it. This is all negative rim. <laughs> no, it's read not. a That's Peter not. article. Straight line. No, 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 no. Rim You'll doesn't like anything find... that happened on this no, date. No, no, no. It was a dungeon. It was a dungeon. It was a stone dungeon. It was like the it was like where they where you ferment wine. No. That's a once in a lifetime windmill situation. 
right. you could well, sure I you can go to like a, a grease light. like beach beachfront property and do like the normal stuff or you can do a once in a lifetime uh windmill i'll take the windmill that's true and and also it gave us the the line of the season of course it gave us the it gave us the windmill thing and also it was very intimate room very small oh, there area. wasn't a lot of boo- room to move Not around a lot of, baby. you, you gotta, gotta get to know bit. someone if you're in the windmill <laughs> uh let me say this about the windmill line last negative thing i'll say this episode <laughs> <laughs> the windmill line was played up big as it should have been it's a tv gold that line okay and it keeps the people like well, who's who is it what's this, da, da, da. but it was implied to me anyway on the promos that they hannah like sneakily yeah it's hannah and some guy were like in a windmill in a room that they weren't supposed to be in this was actually like this was a bedroom. This was a this planned was a bed and breakfast in a windmill. Yeah, planned yeah. sex. This is that's what this was. No, it wasn't like shouldn't have been in that windmill. But <laughs> yeah. Hannah just couldn't help herself. It wasn't like that. That's You're what I right. thought it was. You're right about that. What do you got on the morning after? They're talking about. It's pretty clear what happened in the windmill room. It's. Uh, I think it goes. I think saying. it's more clear than it's ever been on this show. <laughs> They're talking about stuff like we're going to the next level. My Overt. body is your body, Rim. Okay. Peter was basically doing the lyrics to "Crash Into Me" by the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he was coming. With. These two were feeling a connection. Okay, from the windmill time. Solid morning. It was. I mean, it was classic Bachelor. Just making it clear what happened. Yep, making it very clear. Uh, Peter is very secure at this point. He even mentions game over, I think, where his direct was a direct quote from Peter. Game over. It's over. I won. He says it's hard to imagine anyone else having the connection they have. Is it hard to imagine or is it just not something you want to imagine? Because it's definitely possible. Some of both. Anything else on this date? Did you like it? Did it go well for Peter? I thought it was a good day. You have me questioning everything, though, so I don't even know if it was good anymore. (laughs) I'm just sad. There's a couple parts. I was like, come on, Pete, you know, spit it out. He said I I love you, though, right? We didn't even mention that. Yeah, but spit it out. But my thing is spit it out. Okay, so get to the point. Okay. (laughs) Get to the point. That's just my thing. Uh, but maybe I was affected. We'll never know. I don't think there's actually maybe about it. Actually, we do know <laughs> I wasn't. I'm, it's clear headedness always on this show. All right. Tyler, daytime. Uh, first note I have here is I can't believe we have four fantasy suites. That's extremely annoying, AB. They go too fast, in my opinion. Any thoughts on that? Uh. Yeah, I would have liked more time with uh, with Tyler and Peter before I found out the news. The good guys of the group, I would have liked a little more time for them and and conversations. We didn't, yeah, we didn't get a lot of conversations, um, in depth conversations because I think those probably took place after the cameras were off. Sure, uh, which it's it it's something we've been waiting for, so it's kind of hard to see that. The fantasies, the, excuse me, the overnight date cards came out quick. Mm-hmm. Well, they had for to the plow through this episode. You had four yes. four dates and what you should have three dates in. So, you know, 10 minutes less per date or whatever. Tyler and Hannah spend a day at the spa, mm-hmm. AB. And I don't know if you were surprised by this, no. but Tyler's got the hands. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't surprised. This is the classic fantasy suite date of the hottest guy. You bring them to the oh. spa. 
because <laughs> that's how it goes with the hottest guy there. <laughs> the okay. guy you really sure. want to get intimate with, you you yeah. go to a spa. In the middle of their massage, I was I was surprised by this. I said, "Whoa, hey, <laughs> breaking the rules of the massage." You know, you're not licensed, Tyler. In the middle of massage, Tyler gets up and starts massaging Hannah. Whoa. Unbeknownst to Hannah for a little bit. You now slide that's a dog, move. Tyler. That's a move. <laughs> you slide dog. That was, st- the whole thing was steamy, AP. I got to tell you, I was fanning myself, and I think most of our listeners were too. Anything else on that? I mean, I don't know how much, in- there wasn't a lot of talking going on. That's the main no, takeaway. She needed a cigarette break after it. I was, I was watching this and I felt like Chris Farley and Billy Madison. Him and her got it on. <laughs> Some good perspective from Hannah here. Curveball. We go from Skinamax. <laughs> to if Tyler is my forever, then I have forever to be physical with him. Wow. She she wants to pump the brakes a little bit. What did you make of Hannah saying that? Great move because the question on all our minds was can Tyler and Hannah get into the emotions and real conversation instead of just their physical attraction? So I was proud of Hannah. I hey, had that been me, it couldn't have been me. <laughs> Guy like Tyler there? Couldn't have been you to do what? Oh, we you and Tyler. Physical rim. <laughs> okay, if you're a girl, to make it, to make that clear, right? Yep. I I, I follow. You know, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, Rim? No. <laughs> nope. Listen, my calves have been tight for a long time, and I would really appreciate if Tyler just kind of squeegeed out the pain. Yeah. Anyway, she's just starting to worry, like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with this hot boy toy, but is that all he is? Is exactly. it just a physical fling? So she's... And she, I think it was more for herself. She needed to pump the brakes because she couldn't keep her hands off him. So she's like, I need yes. to slow my roll a bit and see if Otherwise, anything's we'll never there. Talk. <laughs> we'll never talk. It'll just be all physical. You know, Hannah, there's a lot of things that Hannah has said and done on this season that are up for valid criticism. But generally she shows some she realizes like the 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 mistakes she's made. She at least yeah. understands kind of the flaws she's had on the season and that kind of thing. So if she didn't say that, you would think, well Hannah just wants to make out with this guy, but she knows that she wants more than that. Yep. By the way, the mailbag from last week question, just to pre- prepare everyone. Enormous response, AB. The question was, what do you think of Hannah as the lead and what do you think of the season? Probably bad timing because I think people's opinions might have shifted a little bit after last night's episode, but insane response. So we won't be able to get to all of them, but it's still a hefty mailbag. Okay, let's go to the nighttime. It's got to be more. What do you make of Hannah breaking the news to Tyler? When it comes time for the overnight date card, which according to my notes came out immediately. I don't know if you remember. No, they, yeah, they got to it right away. She pulled it out. She's like, just so you know, nothing. There's nothing more I want to do. <laughs> just but. so you know, I, I would love to use this fantasy suite for what it's usually used for. But to see if there could be possibly something additional here, a lifelong connection, let's spend this time getting to know each other, and I hope you respect my boundaries. Did she say, I hope you respect my boundaries? No, that's just that, I don't think she said that. No. Yeah, that's just okay. I got to say, B, 
I love that Hannah made this very clear on camera. Here, here's why. I think sex happens in the fantasy suite at a much lower rate than is implied on the show. For instance, Raven and Nick Vile. The whole big skit after we're after that fantasy suite with Raven jumping around. She said later, she's like, no, we didn't. They just made me do that. So I think it happens less frequently. And a lot of people have also said, you know, we actually spent that time to talk for six, eight, ten hours with no cameras around. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. You're about to legitimately get engaged with someone. Sex should be the, the maybe part of it. But not the biggest part of this. Of you, you have a long. You probably have twelve hours where you can get to know this person, where you haven't had any time with them in your entire off relationship off camera and consecutive hours like that. That's yeah. a, you got to use. I'm. I would be surprised if they slept at all. They're just chat. I'd be chatting the whole night trying to figure Agreed. out if this is going to work. And that's why I think it's. It was. I was glad that she said it because. Yeah. There was no, they had no choice but to like put that in. They couldn't imply anything else yeah. on the morning after with her and Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, this does not bode well for Tyler's future in the competition, I don't think. You don't think so? Espe- especially as the episode played out. A- after the episode, I, th- I thought, okay, well, well, we'll get to later in the episode. But that's what I thought. That's what I wrote down. Okay. Maybe I'll change my mind when we talk. But um, just a couple other lines. Tyler's the man. He's he, the man. He's the man. He handled it extremely well. Wow. You could you could see in his eyes. He's like, dude, Hannah, I would love nothing more than yeah. to just hang out just and chat, chat for 12 hours with you. So anything else on that, AB? Well, the next morning, Rim. Hannah makes it very clear again that nothing happened, and she talks about how respectful Tyler was. She talks about how they were kissing and he would stop them because he wanted to respect her. Listen, Rim. Mr. Respect. If there's a Mr. Respect on the show. Every guy in America should be taking notes from Tyler about how to respect the needs and wants of a woman, okay? Mr. We should be learning something from Tyler. I mean that wholeheartedly. This sounds like a joke. Tyler no, it's handled funny. the situation it's funny perfectly. It's it's yeah. funny to say it in this in the fantasy suites episode of The Bachelorette. But listen, to to be fair, he was the only one who had the opportunity to knock something out like this out of the park. I think probably True. Peter and others could would have done the same thing. But Tyler also just takes it an, an extra step. There's a level of sincerity there that I believe with Tyler. Uh, he's he's just a li- he's likable. He's a likable person. An interesting thing to think about, Rem. Hannah is getting emotional when she sees Tyler leaving. Ooh, and I took it as good emotion. She she's feeling these feelings for Tyler, and she doesn't. I don't, I took it as she almost didn't want to. She, she thinks she's the winner. And he, she doesn't want Whoa. to continue on with these next fantasy suites. That's how emotional she was getting. She was tearing up just watching. He had his backpack on. He was, he was, he was looking really cool. I don't know if you noticed that. Threw his backpack on his shoulder like a cool guy. One, Did he one do arm. one strap? What's cool anymore? I, I don't do know, strap. but he had it one strap and he looked really, really cool. Uh, he could star in the third 21 Jump Street and just take Channing Tatum's <laughs> I agree. Spot. I fully agree. He was walking away looking very cool, and she was tearing up with emotion just because he was leaving. She didn't have that type of reaction for the other guys. That was telling to me. 
Do you think the order that the fantasy suites were, pres- excuse me, overnight dates were presented in was the order they occurred in? Do you think it's possible? Someone in the no. mailbag brought this up and they theorized that Tyler went last. That could be. I, I, the only one we know for sure happened at a certain point was Peter was before Luke. That's the only thing we know for certain. We don't know any of the other ones. Um, so it's, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Okay, A.B., great discussion so far, I think, in my opinion. I How agree. about we seg into <laughs> we seg into a nice, quick break to hear from our sponsors? And by sponsors, I mean more of us talking, so stay tuned. Jed Daytime. <laughs> Glad to see you've joined me on this. On, what do you mean? Well, no, yeah, I guess. Obviously, you've hated them, but you've kept like a. I've been you've trying, been to, trying to arms length, you know, yeah, the journalist thing of not letting your feelings and your emotions a, get into hey, how you. <laughs> just between me and you and me, that's a bit. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Just FYI, that's a bit. Um, okay, we can talk about this without talking about the Jed news. You know what I mean? Like, we've talked about the Jed news. If people wanted to hear our thoughts on that, they heard last episode it might come up during this discussion but we can talk about what happened on screen here jed says the last time he saw hannah he felt angry no because he doesn't what i'd like to point out he says it i wish you would say it in the jed voice because he said he says all these emotional things like this how angry he is but it's in the most monotone least caring tone i've ever heard I was very upset. Uh, I'm not doing the Jed voice. The Jed voice was a big hit last week, and I can't, I'm not even going to try to recreate it. It's fair. He doesn't want to let someone else affect his relationship with Hannah, which is not what we will see as the date plays out. Okay, what do you got on the, the, the actual daytime portion of the date date when they're hanging out in the mama on the set of mama mia 2 <laughs> <laughs> here we go again <laughs> at the restaurant they the sit, live band what do you got they sit down for a greek meal with some locals i think they don't really explain who these people are uh they they take a am i hearing this right they took a shot of viagra is that what they said you know, that's what the, I was I had the closed captioning side, the closed captions on, and it said Viagra. Capital V. Which is a trademark. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I if was, I recall the collect. What's like, going yeah. on here? Did they get slipped? I don't I think they, they I think get, their drinks were spiked. Were they, did they get their drinks spiked with Viagra? I was very confused and a little turned off by the whole situation. I didn't know if it was a language deal. They didn't it probably was. I, I don't know. Well, here's here's a language deal. Some guy, one of the guys there, asks Jed if you two want to get married. Jed for sure did not understand what he said, so he just he just nods and was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> for sure." <laughs> he didn't understand that at all. How? What did you make of Jed's um body language? Jed, really? it's, it's I've really never bad. seen someone less interested in doing something that's. A once in a life and time opportunity. I've never seen someone less interested in doing that. It was kind of weird, though. The people were asking Hannah 
they were treating treating her like she was the bachelorette, and she was responding like she was the bachelorette. You know how they try to play a little coy when they're on the dates like this. She was like, they were asking her how she was weighing Jed against the yeah. other. Like, how does he stack up to the other guys? And she's <laughs> like, well, the other guys, you know, there's a hotter one, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> Jed pulls her aside. What do you make about Jed pulling Hannah aside on their daytime day of the overnight suite date to talk about Luke? Listen, I didn't think this was going to happen, what I'm about to say, but this was the perfect time for Jed to come clean, okay? He's in too deep. We've known it for weeks. He even starts the conversation off by saying, something is weighing on my heart and I'm, and I'm falling for you, so I need to come clean. But You th- said come clean? Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe he's not sure about that, but let's <laughs> pretend he did. <laughs> Okay, but he didn't come clean, as we know. He was still brought up Luke again. I don't understand this at all. They're not in the house anymore. They're not living together. They might not, they're going to see each other maximum two times, maybe three the rest of the way. Why are you bringing up house drama on your overnight date? The only thing I could think of is he's trying to sabotage himself, Rim. What's the other explanation? He just seemed, this entire date, he seemed completely uninterested and i don't know if that's just because i know the outside stuff but it was it's impossible to overlook how uninterested he he appeared to be during this date and then he brings up some other drama that i mean luke's been here all along like what's it matter if he's still here at this point you should you should have brought this up a long time ago and she told all of you not to talk about this anymore so the only reason to bring her him up is maybe a last ditch effort to get out of this I 100% agree. I I had a sneaking feeling. That's what it seemed like during the day. During the night, it was like, okay, the, he is really digging his heels in on this. And anyone with half a brain, if they wanted to win. If he wants or to win, yeah. If you want to stick around, would stop with this right now. He should have <laughs> stopped before this. He should have stopped during the daytime. And he should have never started on the nighttime. What do you got on the nighttime discussion? Jed tells her again, keeping Luke around makes him worried that she keeps around things that are bad for her in her life. Mm-hmm. I Questions mean, her decision making a little bit. A lot of things that us viewers do. Yeah, we do. You know I, mean, what I mean, Jed's listen, like a surrogate for if, Bachelor Nation. If I didn't, if he didn't say it the way he does, so monotone, and he wasn't, didn't have this outside stuff, I'd probably be like, oh, Jed's looking out for her well being. Sure. But no, yeah. I know the stuff on the outside, so I, it, it just. It comes off as him trying to get out of this competition. So, a couple things. One, the things that Jed was saying were not outrageous. No. I mean, they were. He said them kind of rudely. He was probably a little too forward with it. When we say he shouldn't have brought it up, we're talking about for his chances. Yeah. Like the quickest way to get sent home is to bring up some other, somebody else and drama on your date. But he had decent points. He was just. A, he had a rude delivery. Unfortunately for Jed, if we think he wants to go home, Hannah approaches this with a reasonable head and she thinks that he's coming. This comes from a place of love with him. She kind of understands his perspective. This was one of the rare times where she's like, I get why people think it's insane that I keep Luke around. So (laughs) like this actually worked with Jed. It did. Uh, At one point, she she got a little mad. She got mad at the situation. She got up and walked away. away. He walked. 
like behind her and started to hug her and he's he said something like i hope it doesn't ruin what we have and how we feel and ram i swear to you i I think i saw him wink at the camera okay (laughs) okay the walk by the pool was so odd (laughs) bizarre this because his whole date was bizarre to me it was very weird i mean here's what happened jed was harsh in his barbs very harsh harsh. he's questioning her decision making and like you said, it makes me feel worried that you have a hard time letting go of things that are bad for you. So Hannah's like, uh, you know, I'm so tired of talking about first. The date started when Hannah was like, we're squashed with the, We're good on the Luke stuff. Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. But and then he went right back <laughs> in. So that's when you knew he really wanted to go. Yep. Home. But what, she got up angrily and she was upset with Jed. Agree or disagree? Agreed. Okay, so she's upset with Jed and leaves the table. Yes, Jed Storms quickly, off. quickly follows behind. The cameras are running after him. Hannah, for some reason, doesn't like you know, kind of swat his hands away. Like, just leave me alone for a minute. They like hug or something. I think like, she's into if, him, Rim. You're mad. At, even if you're into him, you're upset with him in that moment. And he, I, it was just strange to see him like comfort her. When she's mad at something he just <laughs> yeah, said, he just and he's said not apologizing it. for it. Yeah. Great point. And then they get it. So they walk around. I was just, I, I literally, my hands were like this watching. It's like, what? What's, why, <laughs> What's going why on Why is this happening? And then they go back to the table. Here's the date. Here's the fantasy suite card. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Let's go into the fantasy what? suite. It's like, you didn't. <laughs> there was no resolution. <laughs> exactly. There's no resolution to the dispute you just had. Jed claims before they go to the overnight date that. Talking about Luke made their relationship stronger in every way. What do you mean? I just, I just, unless this all went over my head, I don't know <laughs> how this date was such a success how for this Jed. Do anything? It, w- it made no sense to me. They barely talked about anything non-Luke related. Uh, even if, even if you throw away the officering stuff, and even if you buy that Jed's doing this from a place, that's possible that he's doing this from a place of love, that he's genuinely concerned that Hannah might, you know, fall into this guy's trap. I just don't know how, in the context of a date, I just don't know how this went well. I was stunned that this went well, that's all. <laughs> I agree. Completely agree. What do you got on the the next morning, AB? They wake up together, Rim. Tough to see. In a hotel, in a proper hotel room. Proper hotel room, just normal room. Jed says it's the best sleepover he's ever had. And he said they didn't sleep a wink because he had Hannah to himself with no cameras. Now, Rim, do you think there's any chance this guy's being for real? Yeah, I do. I do too. I kind of started to think that. Like, he's a scumbag, but maybe he actually did fall for her. And he's in a shitty situation now because he's got a girl back home that he's uh, done really dirty. But maybe he actually did fall for her. I I think there's a chance. I don't I don't I'm not going to go so far as to say that's what I think has happened here cuz I the way he talks it seems so disinterested in it. Um but I think there's a chance that maybe he did fall for her and it's not as bad of a situation as we thought originally. I'm with you. Just the simple fact that he went through with this. And yeah. when he realized his plan maybe wasn't working, he just kind of was like going along with it at that point. I mean, if he really, 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 really full stop did not want to go through with this, he could have figured out a way to do it. Yeah. And he didn't. So 
Yeah, I think he, and you've mentioned before, it's really easy to fall in love on this show when you have comped vacation to Greece, you know, and solo yeah. time with Hannah for the first time in a while. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's definitely possible. I think I left this date thinking he might win. I agree. Here and he, the um, Joker gif. And here we go. <laughs> pretty good Joker. It's pretty good. It's the main okay. event, Rim. It's it's the, this we, is what the people have been waiting for. Absolutely. I hope we can, I, you know, I hope we can live up to the expectation. I'm pretty sure we won't. A lot of more clever people have said better things about the date than we could. Daytime, no music, you'll note, to open this date. Helicopter, flying to Santorini, Greece, the place from the Rick Ross song, many of you may know. <laughs> Luke walks up with a shit-eating grin on his face. I don't know if you caught that. You know, I don't know what that phrase means technically. It's a, <laughs> I think it's just a grin you don't like. It's a grin so, I don't yeah, like. He, he it's always a, it's has a that punchable grin. grin. <laughs> yeah. Um, they go to the best place out of all four guys. Absolutely. Santorini, not even close. picturesque, not even close. Hannah says it's a bucket list stuff, and I fully agree. And she saved it. Well, not, yeah. Santorini's on your bucket list now. Absolutely. This thing was beautiful. Okay. Uh, I, I made it seem like, oh, really? I don't <laughs> yeah, know why I said it like that. Why did you say it like, like that? That's, that's a perfectly fine bucket list item. <laughs> Uh, Hannah finally noticed, speaking of uh, grins and eyes, Hannah finally notices how creepy Luke's eyes are, except she <laughs> likes them. I don't know if you got that part. She's like, he's got the best eyes. I'm like, no, he's got stare through your soul eyes. Luke says, I don't take dropping the L word lightly. I can't think of anyone that takes it lighter. There's <laughs> he, said, he said it upon meeting her. Short of doing so upon limo entrances, there's no one has ever said it as early. There's no lighter way, lighter (laughs) route to saying it. Hannah says that Luke is the best kisser. In my opinion, I disagree. Okay, I do too. (laughs) (laughs) I disagree with that. Um, I don't like his style. I don't know what it feels like, nor will I ever. A little dramatic, if you ask me. There, it's it's a little like. It's almost as if he asked the camera guys, like, hey, do you guys have slow motion? No? Okay, I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he did all slow motion, like, okay, Luke, this isn't the movies, pal. <laughs> Maybe the most anticipated night in Bachelor history, recent memory at least. Yeah. Luke um, wearing an old white shirt that he didn't clean or press Way beforehand. Way too baggy. Way too baggy. He's got a tough, he, you know, he's got a tough fit. He's a wide, you know, stocky guy. That's a tough, that's tough to find clothes for that body type. All right. Hey, been there. I agree. Luke says forever should not be taken lightly. He knows how serious this is. He said sex is a beautiful thing only within the guidelines of marriage. But a marriage bed should be kept pure weird phrase he said i want to hear it from your mouth here's how i uh, took this whole preface from luke he positions this his angle of attack if you want to use that phrase is you've proclaimed this your faith so have you demonstrated it by abstaining in the fantasy suites he he mentioned something like i want to hear it from you like she wants he wanted her to to 
say to it. say that she also agrees that sex is only for the confines of marriage. He asked her to say that. So he wants to know what happened in these fantasy suites. Believe it or not, and as we saw in the previews, that does not sit well with Hannah. Um, it's, there, are, there are a few things. We won't be able to say anything that better than what Hannah said herself than from her perspective. Yeah. I would like to mention a few parts that I thought were great. Before you, you talk about what Hannah said, I just want to point out Luke, who has been so self-consumed this whole season... Once again, never in his life thought that maybe Hannah doesn't have the same beliefs as him, even though she's given him no reason to believe that she has the same beliefs as him. Like, why did he think this? I'm, I'm just really confused. He definitely made some assumptions, I think, and they obviously haven't talked about this topic exactly. specifically. So why would you make that huge leap onto another person? He even mentions, I'm very confident we're on the same page with our values. That's, that's his old trick is saying, here's what it is, rather than having the discussion about what exactly. it is. He says, here's what it is, since you, you, know, since you agree moving on. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> not a real exchange of ideas. It's like, here's what you know, his idea of reality is. Um, when she starts really flying off at the handle at him, just... You could tell Hannah had just ha this had been building up in Hannah for a really long time and it just boiled over and she was like, all right, dude, skirt, that's it. Here's A, B, C, D, what I've been putting up with you. Of course, Luke tries to backtrack he, a bit. Another he, which classic does, Luke classic. move. It's a classic Luke move. You set, you set a really, really hard line in the sand. Rigid. And then you almost immediately, upon realizing that that's not going to work, back <laughs> yeah. that line way up. <laughs> you remove the line you just created that is in the sand. He said, let's say you've had sex with the other three dudes here. You know, he's like just a preposterous scenario, yeah, just for yeah. <laughs> just a thought experiment, <laughs> just a thought experiment. So let's just say you did the complete opposite of what I just required you to do. Uh, you know, let's uh, figure it work out. Through that. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. After he just said he'd leave if it were one. If the number were one, he'd be like deal breaker. I'm out. He said he's like, but if the number were three, we could work he with said, that. If you though. told me you were having sex with one or multiple of these guys, I'd be willing to go home 100 percent. The one I don't know if you know about percentages, Rim. That means that means he's he's gonna go if zero <laughs> chance, zero percent chance. The there's no chance if she's more. had sex with anyone he's not going home, and he immediately backtracks. It should be noted. Um, that's his prerogative. If that's a if he is not okay well, with that, then he can leave on his own accord. But the the way he, he can he can Let if he's me, like I don't want to do that, I, that's fine. I agree. The way he was phrasing it was like. You better not have done this or else you're a hypocrite and you let me down. Exactly. Type of thing. Now, I agree with you in the sense that, yes, that is his prerogative that he sh could have that opinion. But you signed up for a reality dating show called The Bachelorette. OK, you signed up for it. You turned in your application. You agreed to go on this show where they have fantasy suites. You have seen fantasy suites because even mentions uh, you know what people say before the fantasy suites. Um, yeah, he 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 knows what so they're it's, about. It's clear he knows what they're about and what this yeah. show's about. You agreed to come on this show. If this was your, uh, if this was your opinion and your stance on 
on sex before marriage, this would be something you'd bring up fairly early because if you two aren't aligned in that, yeah, you should have left a long time ago. It shouldn't have came down to the fantasy suites where you're about to go into the fantasy suites or and she ha- she's already gone in with other people. You should have already made that. You definitely that should known. have waited until after fantasy suites have occurred. Yeah, anyone can make that decision to wait to have sex until marriage. And it's good for him for sticking to his beliefs or whatever. But it's not for everybody. And that's one of those things that should be brought up early on to make sure you're on the same page. Because if you're not, that's one of those things that almost is a deal breaker for a relationship. They would have had a lot of time to discuss it if they weren't busy dealing with all his other surrounding drama going True. on the whole time. Absolutely should have been something that should have been brought up a little late to bring it up at this point. And like you said, if that's his if that's his prerogative, that's fine, but it's also an unreasonable expectation exactly. if you know anything and about the show. It just came off as him wanting to get on TV and preach at people, in my opinion. That's what it, he just sounded like he wanted to sound better than than hannah and make her feel bad and that it just it was a horrible look for luke who has had a horrible run on this show as one not of the even, worst people not just make her feel bad but it's okay i forgive you make it you know don't you know yeah. you did this bad thing that i don't like but don't worry like it's I like no she's you. she is not apologizing that's the other thing he keeps he keeps he's a, he's a big accept your apology yeah, she's not apologizing exactly. guy <laughs> exactly and then never apologizing himself he even mentions oh, a couple never. times slip-ups even if you had a slip-up it's like no i'm not i didn't make a slip-up i made the decision yeah to hook up with this guy and that's completely fine it's all in the it's all in the you know I think he's a knucklehead, but he is, he's slick with the phrasing a lot of times. He is. He tries to make you feel bad. He's trying to control everything about the conversation. Hannah, in a flurry of great lines, really, she admits that she ignored some red flags because she bent over backwards, giving him chance after chance. You've already broken my heart through this, which to me implies I was way into you at first and you've just really disappointed me. She also says, I've broken my own heart because I've allowed this and mentions you're holding me to a standard that you don't even live by. I could have etched you off so many times from being my husband. To me, it just felt like it was all bottled up and it all came out. Another interesting thing is we we were always asking, why is this guy still here? And I think we got a little clarity into the situation. Hopefully we get more next week in the mentel all, but... Which is, uh, by the way, I've never been more excited for a Mentello. I usually don't love them, and I know you don't either, but yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm excited to see the guys in him. Uh, but I think we are underestimating the power of the first impression. Yeah. And not even necessarily the first impression rose, but just who they really, really like who usually does get the first impression rose. But there's a reason that the person that gets the first impression rose has won like a crazy amount of these seasons. It's because that first connection with someone and your first, if you're falling for someone faster than everyone else, that means a lot. So I think she just, I think she fell hard for Luke before she really got to know him, which happens to tons of people. And it was hard to let go of that, even though there were tons of things that were red flags 
that she knew about. He had about. a huge head start. He, he had, had a huge, huge head, start. head start on everyone else. And I think eventually they caught up to him. But she she couldn't let go of that first initial connection, yeah. which is understandable. It was kind of cool to see a person have a le- like a legitimate epiphany. Like, oh, oh, wait, wait, you saying that just reminded me. You're the worst. All these bad things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're actually, I don't like being around you. <laughs> you so are that's actually it. the worst. <laughs> actually. Um, she, Hannah also hits him with a little, and I think this has been happening today on, on Twitter too. They're going back and forth with Bible verses a little bit. Yeah. She's, he, he without sin should throw the first stone. I'm sure I botched that a little bit, but Luke was like, oh shoot. He, she got me on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and she, she also mentions you've shown, you've not shown respect to any of the guys here. And I'm finally seeing that. Thank goodness. She just lets it all out. How many times she's wanted so many times to send him home, but just couldn't. Uh, and before it all went down, I thought, is Luke going to be able to talk his way back into a rose? No She's way. like, go, go. She's like, go, 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 go. And he doesn't get up. I'm like, well, he's done it once security. before. He's done it once call before. Call security. This guy <laughs> is refusing to leave. I was, I was getting more and more mad when he wouldn't get up. Like, why did she even walk him out is my question. Don't even walk him just out. Leave. Just be like. She should have just left. Yeah, just walk away. Yeah. But I, I feel like they needed to do something here. Like, she... This woman is asking you to leave. Get the hell out of here. Get out of here, bud. And if he doesn't, someone needs to come remove him. That's that's the feeling I got. When they do get up and they're kind of towards the car, he says, hey, this was the, the one of the strangest hints of what's going on behind his eyes. He says, I don't even care what you just said about having clarity on me. I still feel like you don't. He's like, you just told me something that you think, and I think that you don't actually think that, which is like, what? we can just go around in circles if you're going to tell me. That. I mean, you can't tell her what she thinks, Luke. That's, a, that's not possible with anyone. And then Hannah brings the, I bet I can get you into the limo phrase, which was the windmill. I f***ed in a windmill. I'm going to bleep it so it sounds like the promo. And here's my opinion on the windmill line. I liked the context in which she said that because this is what I was concerned about. I was concerned and it would come up in a scenario where she was just rubbing his face in it, making trying to make him jealous. But instead, it was a very practical way to get someone who didn't want to leave. It had to be done. She had to he say it being to get a, him in the van. He was being a jackass. He, he wouldn't leave. He no, was just he standing leave. there. Demi- he even, what set her off, I think- and rightfully so, he said, I feel like you owe me. Oh, yeah, that's right. See, there's, there's, this was such a densely packed conversation, we couldn't even get to half of it. He feels like she owes him a conversation, and she doesn't owe him anything, Rim. Well, she gave him so much. She, he had the longest rope of any contestant in history. Exactly. Um, I was glad to see him go. I was glad to see her go off on him for all the reasons that we've discussed and not discussed. But I couldn't help but have a tinge of regret as a viewer because she wasted so much time with Luke Mm -hmm. that it ruined the season and I think really harmed her chances. Ruined is harsh, but I mean, really, it dominated the season. Luke was the star of the season. A lot of people were turned off by it. I will agree with you there. And I just, I felt like, you know. If she, if he would have gone home the first time she sent him home, people forget he didn't get a rose on a one-on-one date. 
I think we all would have been better off as viewers. So while it was great to see it, it was a little bittersweet because it was like, ah, wish that would have happened a long time ago. Um, but at least, at least she finally, yeah, at least it finally happened and he didn't win the season. We can, we can always take that as a silver lining there. Did you watch the preview? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we could still... I, Once I'm, you get this far into the season, I watch the previews because okay. they're not going to show me the winner probably. And I know who's all here. So, I'm going to yeah. watch those previews. <laughs> they're juicy. Too juicy. They're juicy. They're ju- the finale looks unbelievable. If unbelievable. You anything else? I mean, obviously, we missed a million things that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I on mean, that we thing. missed a couple things. Like, he asked to pray over her before she leave, before he left, which she There was no declined. chance she was going to no agree you. to that. <laughs> no, thank you. I think he might be the most delusional, like, self-absorbed person I've ever seen. Like, he, even when she was getting really, really mad at him, he comes with, like, I'm in love with you and I still see a great future with you. It's yeah. like, what are you talking about? This is completely over. He he just can't grasp what other people are saying. He just wants to, he wants to believe whatever he thinks in his head is reality. And wants in his head is reality, and it rarely and is. He can't, and it's never reality. And he can't seem to get away from that. Well, the 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 real insight into the mind of Luke is preview for next episode when he's doing the. He's video recording himself and he says, yeah. Hannah thinks I don't want to be with her because she slept with the other guys or something along no. those lines. It's like, no, that's not what Hannah thinks at she all. That's not you. That's what you took anymore. away from the conversation. <laughs> you no. think that like, I think he kind of thinks he ended this. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> like, like, no, I'm going to go tell her that I'm OK with this. Yeah. It's like, no, then we'll be back she, on track. She's not OK with you anymore. You're done. I don't want to talk about Luke anymore, but here's what I expect from the mental all. I expect what's a hold up, hold up, hold up. I watched the preview. What's going on with the mental all? I don't know. What do you mean? It seemed like they were like on a state. It seemed different. Who? It didn't seem in the normal location, Rim. I don't. It looked like they were on like a stage, maybe. Maybe I saw it something wrong, but it seemed like they were on a stage. Is it because you were watching on your phone? No. You got me. You got me really intrigued now. Go back and watch it and let me know. Okay. I, maybe maybe I saw this wrong, but it seemed like they were in a, maybe a different location for Mentel All, or maybe they just were showing they didn't show actual clips from Mentel All. I I expect Luke to admit to a lot of faults that he's seen on. This is what I expect. I expect the image rehab that we see a lot from guys like. Uh, it starts. Uh, who's the Who's the racist guy? Not, uh, the a, southern, not equating the, the, the racist things. southern guy. I forgot uh, his name. But he had a, God, what's his name? I forgot his name. But he was he had a successful mental all like it, people yeah. d- by the end of the night like nobody wanted to kick his ass so hope i think luke can get to that point and then tell that guy's name lee lee That's his name. lee, lee. Yeah. and i also think luke probably at least i said this before i hope that he's watching himself on television and realizing some behaviors need to, some drastic adjustments that's what i hope and maybe that happened i'm not holding my breath do we know if he's on bachelor in paradise yet he has not been announced as Bachelor in Paradise. I'd be very okay. upset if he were. I would. I like Bachelor in Paradise because it's fun. I don't need him there. Oh, you don't want him there? Okay. No, I don't. I really don't. I like Bachelor in Paradise because it's relaxing, it's lower stakes, just more fun. Sure. Okay, let's move on to the mailbag. Last week's question was, what do you think of this season and what do you think of Hannah specifically? Um, 
we got a ton of responses and we can't read them all, of course, but thank you to everyone who wrote in. This was good because, well, it's funny two guys talk about The Bachelor in a semi-serious way. I do. I'm always interested in the opinions of female listeners and what they think, especially of a female lead, because they see things that we don't see a lot of times. So let's start with this. Heather from Seattle. I am loving this season with Hannah. Yes, it's frustrating to see her hold on to Luke for this long. These are all before last night's episode. But I know there are a lot of women who can sympathize with keeping a guy that you know is bad for you, myself included. The main sure. reason I'm loving Hannah, this and that was a common sentiment through a lot of the messages. Makes the, sense. The main reason I'm loving Hannah this season is that she has not held back from standing up for herself and owning what she wants and her value slash self-worth. It is exactly the kind of female empowerment this show needs to stay current into the future. That was Heather from Seattle. Thank you. 774 Thank you. area code. As far as how Hannah is doing, I think she is in way over her head. If she oh. still can't see through Luke's BS until he basically slut shames her, she says, she's not mature enough. I have no doubt she will end up alone at the end of this. Harsh. Wow. But again, all opinions are valid here. People view things differently. Mm-hmm. No right or wrong. 214 area code. I mean, one thing to keep in mind is she's she's a young girl. 23. Young that's, girl. Like, that's the theme of this next text, but go ahead. Okay. 214 area code. Overall, I like it and I do like Hannah, but coming from a 23-year-old female, watching her and Luke makes me feel like I'm watching my friends constantly going back to bad relationships. I think it's pretty common with people my age, so it's yeah. just her being a young bachelorette, so I do think it would be more, I would like it more if it, if it was similar and older, but overall, I enjoy it. Here's Emily from Queens. Sometimes I think I'm on board with Hannah as the lead, but then I remember she's kept Luke P on as long as she has and question her judgment pretty harshly. But then I check myself and realize how badly he's gaslighting her. Either way, I'm generally enjoying the season. I appreciate Hannah's openness and willingness to color outside the lines. I like that line and I agree with it. 571 area code. Hannah is great, but a little too dramatic for my tastes. The fact that she can't see through Luke's nonsense has makes me seriously a question her ability to make reasoned decisions. You got to stop me if I'm completely fumbling these because I'm reading a lot right now. I got them. But you know what? I would be friends with her because she's growing to the role and that is impressive. Nicole from Toronto. Boy. Sad times in Toronto right now, I'd be. I think the word, well, as sad as you can be after a title. I think the word to describe Hannah B as the Bachelorette is entertaining. Yes, she makes decisions she might not make with a few more years' experience under her belt, but she's been fun, engaging, and very genuine. Simply put, Hannah B is good TV. Thank you, Nicole. Pip from Houston. I'm personally digging this real-life human being who's having issues making important decisions (laughs) in her life, and it's super relatable. 334 area code. Great point. I'm actually enjoying Hannah as the lead far more than I thought I would. I almost didn't watch this season because I found her so annoying slash bland. She's been surprisingly thoughtful and layered, and I've respected her decisions up until a week or two ago. That's just... That's a great point, and... Just something to think about for a bachelor nation when future bachelors and bachelorettes are picked. Like, maybe we're not getting the full person on their season when they're a contestant on Bachelor and Bachelorette. Maybe I think a lot of people discounted Hannah because she didn't have too great of a season. Um, 
but there's always going to be more to someone than what they show when they're just the contestant. They you don't get that much airtime. So I'm not. I'm never going to be like I'm not going to watch this season because yeah, you don't know of, of that because you don't know what they're going to be like. Exactly. She Hannah B. We've heard no mentions of beauty queen pageantry the whole season. No. So she's yeah. she's more than that. Megan from Boston. Hannah is adorable and bubbly, but I think she is way too young to be this season's lead, both in age and maturity. When I talk about her, when I watch her talk about finding a life partner, I just can't help but think she has no idea what that actually means. Related, Vanessa from Michigan, I've only been watching since Rachel's season, but I'll tell you why I love Hannah's season so far. Rachel and Becca were a few years older and knew what they wanted out of a life partner. There were basically no surprises, and their seasons became boring. It was That's very true. clear who they were going to end up with. Run the tape back, gentlemen. You were over it. Which I, I'm certain That's true. That. You know, I don't need to run the tape. No, I don't I remember I that. that. <laughs> I remember that completely. I think I referred to Becca's season as a death march to the inevitable Garrett selection. <laughs> with Hannah, I have no clue. This I, this is my one of my favorites about Hannah. With Hannah, I have no clue who she will actually pick. She is slowly maturing and figuring out what she wants in a man. Plus, she is funny and doesn't take herself too seriously. It's great television. On both sides of the the pro and anti-Hannah contingent were great points made, in my opinion. And I agree with a lot of them. So Agreed. We got one text this morning that I wanted to include about last night's episode. And it's from Katie and Charlotte. As a Christian, it really made me mad how Luke used his faith as a weapon to shame Hannah, but, and here's the key point, I was really glad that they gave her response screen time and let her explain her point of view on her faith. It would have been easy for the producers to just show Luke's weird church and his super strict Christian views and not included Hannah's views because they might not be as, quote, entertaining. I really appreciate that the show gave a platform to Hannah's beliefs. That was another concern I had watching the whole season. There's a lot of reasons why we perceive Luke to be a bad person based on his actions and words on the show. Uh, Too many to list. But because he was the religion guy, there's the association that his the bad things about Luke are the bad things about his particular religion. It's just easy to pigeon. It's easy to just kind of blend those and be like religion guy equals bad. And I think obviously there's a millions of Christian viewers and millions of non-Christian viewers and of other faiths too watching this show. That's a tough thing to handle when you paint him, when you paint a villain as also something else. The two things we know about Luke are like Christian guy and bad. So that's a tough line to walk a little bit. And I think like Katie said, letting Hannah, you know, rebut a little bit and give her side helped them avoid that pitfall. Agree or disagree, AB? Agreed. Okay. Here's one from Marissa. I told you the mailbag was long. It's full. It's jam-packed. This is not even the half These are of it. great. Here's, I agree. Here's one from Marissa. She tweeted a couple weeks ago. Remember when we bandied about the idea that having Luke on whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, having a person like him on TV so that people could see maybe from the outside what they didn't see from the inside. This is from Marissa. All I have to say is watching Luke and Hannah's relationship, it just gives me such uncomfortable feelings of a toxic relationship. And from personal experience, I see the red flags that I never saw when I was in it. This is what we were hoping would be the case. 
Yeah. And to watch it is honestly crazy to me. I love all the jokes and whatnot. She's talking about her show now, but I just wanted to say from a serious standpoint, I wanted to say, I hope anybody in this sees the red flags TV show or not. So Marissa took from watching Luke things maybe that she might not have noticed. Absolutely. So hopefully Luke being on the show is a net positive if that's the way most people took from it. Well said. While still all of us angrily shaking our fists at the TV. This is from our guy Harrison regarding first impression roses, which you talked about earlier. I believe AB brought this up at the beginning of the season, but it is stark the difference in finish for the first impression impression roses between Bachelor and Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. He compiled it and put it in a graph, and he thinks it explains Luke's tenure on the show. So if I'm reading this correct, reclecleck, I'm not reading it, reclecleck. So on The Bachelorette, (laughs) if you get a first impression rose, you're much more likely to win. Yeah, absolutely. On, On The Bachelor... No one who has gotten a first impression rose in the eight seasons that he's done got one ended up winning. Interesting. Most of them go home pre hometown, and then a couple two and a couple three. But no winners from bachelor first impression roses. Very interesting. Do you have an explanation for that, AB? No, I've I've seen those that I haven't seen the exact graph that you're looking at there, but I've seen those stats before, and how much the first impression rose means to uh the bachelorette i i have no explanation i don't know maybe maybe the women uh leads take their first impression more seriously and the guys don't really aren't probably, i don't know that's what was going through my head but i <laughs> maybe didn't they're just it. giving it to the best looking the guys are just giving it to the best looking person or, who happening. they're most attracted to i don't know um ab i've been talking for a while so i will let you go first on the power rankings there's only three remaining three jed I, I don't think his date went well. Uh, maybe it did in her eyes, and it'll surprise me, but I, I think he's going home next uh, at this rose ceremony. Two Peter, one Tyler. I think Tyler's winning the season rim, and I couldn't be more happy for a guy. You're already throwing the ticker tape into the streets. <laughs> couldn't be more happy for the guy. I'm bringing the I'm bringing the champagne out. I'm pre-bringing the champagne out, like when they do that in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Rolling the card into Before the room. The game's over. I'm rolling the Tyler card out and bringing out the Tyler shirts and hats. All right, and we're celebrating. Champion is what the champion hat says. Tyler, one of the best guys that ever we've right. seen on this show. I'm gonna pull the card out of the room, maybe. And here's my power rankings: okay. three, no two. I'm gonna start at two. <laughs> two. Peter. Okay. One. This is who I think is gonna is gonna win. Okay, one, Jed. Wow, three, Tyler. I think it comes down to Peter and Jed. Do you really? Yeah, you think I do. Tyler's going home? This I think Tyler's going home. I think she is really concerned Why? about their lack of um, emotional and intellectual connection. I'm, I'm assuming they had a great conversation in their fantasy suite. That's what I'm assuming. Okay, I'm assuming they made out. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I just I don't know. That's that's my gut feeling. All right. Okay. Do you have a bachelor headline of the week? There were quite a few of them, maybe. I got a couple here, Rim. This one's from 
I'm going to bleep that out. They have a competing podcast. Okay, bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> no sources. No source. You know it's who a it's simple from. headline: God, sex, and windmills. I found that. Funny. That's kind of the. That's kind that's of a the, clever the whole episode. Last and then night. The, the, uh, this one, uh, hate to see it, Rim. How many of these guys left girlfriends back home? That's from Vanity Fair. That's oh. their headline. Hate to see it. Can I say this about girlfriends back home? Mm-hmm. Jed, Jed, very bad. Jed's bad. If if that's true, <laughs> Jed's bad. If, if that's true, if that's true. What do you mean? If that's true, if. You know, innocent until proven guilty. This is America. I th- I'm sorry. I thought this is America. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two. People having girlfriends and breaking up with them to go on the show and boyfriends has been and will always be a reality of this show. It's always going to happen. So, you can't prevent it from happening. I that's don't. True. And now, while I don't like. You don't condone it. I don't condone it. I am understanding that someone might break up with their significant other of four or five months of varying levels of seriousness to go on this show. I understand that that happens. Here's something to, and I don't know if we want to jump right into the Peter stuff or not, but there's a big difference between breaking up with your girlfriend before the show and maybe even for the show. And... Not breaking up with them. Yes, uh, totally different. <laughs> and telling them that you're going to be back with them after the show's over. There's a huge difference And then saying there. all these things to the lead that you don't believe. Just to be clear, Pete, there's, an, uh, there's an article out there about Peter having a girlfriend in, uh, I think it was in December, a long-term girlfriend that they were p- pretty serious, and he broke up with her, basically ghosted her. And didn't give her a reason for the breakup. It's pretty clear that they he broke up with her to go on this show. And the big thing was he really wanted her to move from Atlanta to Los Angeles so they could mm-hmm. live together. There's receipts. There's all sorts of stuff. This seems tr- like a true story to me. Yeah. Well, it was her what side. What we pre- were presenting. It was her side, but the, it seemed to be based in a lot of evidence, tangible evidence. <laughs> t- there's a lot of receipts there, Rem. They, again, I'm just going to reiterate, there's a big difference between that, Peter breaking up with her to go on the show. It, he he should have obviously probably came clean. It seemed really deceitful on how he handled it based on the information we were given. But there's a big difference between that and the Jed situation. I don't hate Peter as much as I hate Jed. Yeah, I mean, we won't go too deep into it. I just, you're never going to have 30 men or women come on the show for the right reasons and who've all not only that but who've all been single for a requisite period of time yeah. you know because they don't decide they want to go on the show until a couple months before you know, it's just it's impossible to have a purely clean slate with everyone so agreed anyway and it'd be really hard <sighs> peter apologies here <laughs> <laughs> it'd be really hard to pass up this opportunity Unless, like, you were, I don't know, unless I was engaged, it would be really hard to pass up, like, there's so many positives to going on this show, especially if you make it as far as he did. It wouldn't be something I'd probably do, especially the way he did it, but it's, I mean, it's understandable, at least. Let's move on, wrap it up. 
Thank you to everyone who has sent us photos of their merch. We really appreciate it, and we like seeing everybody rocking the tees, AB. Just FYI, if you're on private on Instagram, we don't get a notification. This is a CYA moment for me, so don't think we're being jerks if we don't acknowledge it because we can't see it. Speaking of merch, we have a Tee Public store, which we have linked in the show description. We're also on Instagram at Rosecast Podcast, Twitter and Facebook at the same places. Um, AB, let me check the Podchaser Global Galactic International rankings for all the podcasts to ever exist. Wow. Thanks to our listeners who rate us on podchaser.com slash Rosecast. Because of them, we are ahead of such genre-defining shows as (laughs) Serial and The Daily and S-Town. I think we're rich because of this. We're number two <laughs> in the world. I don't know when the check comes in, when but it do should we get be our Podchaser check in the fifteen figures. That's what I think. So thank you to everyone who who has rated us there. Also, I have a note here about our Love Island podcast. I feel dirty saying that because we're a couple episodes behind. <laughs> and the, the 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 stand-in logo says Daily Love Island Recaps with Rim and AB, and we've already let the people down in that regard. But it's called Recoupling, and it is on Apple Podcasts. So it's subscribe. not too late to get started watching Love Island. I'd say you have one more day <laughs> to get in, though, because you've got some catching up to do. You, you know, it's a show that you can pop in on, in my opinion. Yeah. All right, AB. Uh, anything else you want to say that we missed during the episode that you're looking forward to men tell all I've been, I feel like I've been talking for way too long this episode. D- did you want a question for the mailbag rim? I yes, of course. Thank Do you. you want one. Okay. I want to know what is your favorite episode of every season of the bachelor? And I don't mean specific episodes. I want to know, like, is, is it question? the opening night? Oh, yeah, is yeah, it yeah. Fantasy Suites? Is it Hometowns? Is it the final episode? Is it Men Tell All? I want to know what specific type of episode is your favorite of these series. People think AB is of average That's, intelligence. I'm here to tell you he's he's way above average. That's a genius question. I listen, can't wait to hear I the really answers. outdid myself with this one, Rim. <laughs> I wouldn't even have brought it up at the end here, but I really like this question, and I'm looking forward to the he answers. He doesn't prepare for them. He, they just, he just, I'm like, boom. It's coming to my head out while, I'm, while we're doing it's this. It's really quite impressive. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you.